Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everyone. I'm Dale. Thank you for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. I tell you, I've enjoyed doing these things, gotten some feedback from y'all, and it seems to be a good time for everybody. So uh, do pass the word. <laughs> you know, let everybody know. The, the whole point of a, a podcast, per se, uh, like this, is really to just propagate the good news, the gospel message, and the teaching thereof, and the instruction thereof. And so let everybody know, okay? Uh, sometimes you have to walk people through some things. I've done that with uh, uh, local classes and online and things like that, and help people with apps on their phones or um on the computers, how to, uh, you know, work iTunes or Google Play or something like that. Uh, if you're listening to me right now, somebody's helped you figure something out, okay? Right? You've either done it or somebody else did. But it's absolutely amazing because you can listen to podcasts in cars. I mean, that kind of stuff nowadays. And so uh, do spread the word. If, if, just one, if you just let one or two people know, it'll be amazing if you get them set up uh, what we'll be able to do together. So anyway, uh, what we've been doing is we've been examining the Word of God, right? And we've been particularly in the book of Galatians. Uh, right now we're in the second chapter, and we're in the midst of Paul recounting to these churches in Galatia how he had withstood, as one translation, he had stood in front of or opposed to his face Peter because Peter had stood condemned. And you'll remember why he stood condemned, because he was acting hypocritical. And Paul went to him and said, hey, you don't act this way. You don't behave this way. He did it in front of everybody because it was so serious that all the rest of the Jews had been drawn in to the hypocrisy. And he told him what the problem was. He says, you're trying to get the Jews to act like, I mean, the Gentiles to act like a Jew. While you being a Jew, you were acting like a Gentile, and that was fine. In other words, you have liberty and freedom. You're not under the law. That's wonderful. But you're trying to get these Gentiles now, apparently, to act like they're under the law. And then he told them, remember, we're Jews by nature. In other words, we were born that way. And we're not sinners like these Gentiles. But nevertheless, we know this. And this is where I'm going to pick up today in verse 16 again of the second chapter of Galatians. Nevertheless, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but through faith in Christ Jesus. So he's making this declaration. We know this. This is how you were saved. This is what you believed. Okay? This is what you believe. That it's not through the works of the law that anybody is justified, but it's only through faith in Christ Jesus. Then he continues. Even we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. And he's acknowledging in his writings all the way through Galatians, he never questions their salvation, okay? There's one line that people are always curious about, and we'll get to that pretty soon, okay? But no, no, he's not questioning their salvation. He calls them brethren, okay? And right here he says, we have believed that Christ, Jesus, is the one by whom we're justified in, and not by the works of the law. He said, you, you know that, and you have believed. So you have this knowing, you have this believing, and then he tells us why. Since by the works of the law, no flesh will be justified. So that's verse 16. He declares this. But then verse 17, he says this. But if, while seeking to be justified in Christ, 
we all we ourselves have also been found sinners is Christ then a minister of sin and he says may it never be and you say well what is that all about well the idea right here is this he's saying if you say that you are saved by grace if you are agreeing and you're declaring that it's only through the Lord Jesus Christ and faith in him and belief in him that you're made righteous but then you come along and you want to place yourself under the law. The whole point of the law was that the law defined sin and the law revealed what sin was. And that's what he says. We've, we ourselves have also been found to be sinners as Christ, then a minister of sin. He's saying, if you want to go back to that old way, what you're saying is that you need the sin that Christ ministered to us to where you could be justified in Christ. And his only response to that is, may it never be. That's crazy. At the end of this chapter, we won't get to it today, but at the end of the chapter, he actually says this. Let me just read it. Uh, I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died needlessly. So he's beginning to drive home that point, okay, that it's not through the law. Okay? It's not through the law that you're justified in Christ. It's only through what he did for us in faith and belief in that. And then he continues, verse 18. For if I rebuild what I have destroyed, I prove myself to be a transgressor. Then verse 19. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. And you know, when you first read through these passages, particularly when you do it maybe in the format we're doing right now, because you're thinking, what does that mean? And that's a good thing to think. He's saying this. There was no one that it, uh, adhered to the law any stronger than Paul. But he's saying this. Once I believed, once I heard and I believed and placed my faith in what the Lord Jesus Christ did, then I destroyed what I had built. Verse 18 says that if I rebuild what I had destroyed, he says, if I do that, I prove myself to be a transgressor. In other words, if you go back and rebuild that which was destroyed related to the law, related to past life, he said, you're going to be a transgressor. And then verse 19, for through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. Yes, the law is a, is a tutor. We're going to see that. Okay. The law is the tutor that leads us to the Lord Jesus Christ. The law gives us understanding about what sin is. But he says this, it is through the law that I died to the law. Because knowing what the law said, understanding the law, and then being justified in Christ, I realize the law has been fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ. I am dead to the law that I might live to God. That is a profound, profound, amazing thought right there. Think about that. Setting aside the law that we see in the Scripture, setting aside the law and the traditions of man that many of us were raised in, if we were to set those things aside and live exclusively in God, live exclusively for God and to God, how different would things be? Think about that. I dare say that our entire countenance, our, our schedules, <laughs> so much would be so different. And I think we would be so much more fruitful for the kingdom of God. The truth be said, uh, we as true believers, 
spend a lot of time spinning our spiritual wheels. We spend a lot of time doing things in the name of God. We do a lot of things, quote unquote, on behalf of God. We do so many activities and so many things that really have nothing to do with God or the kingdom of God, yet we do it in the name of God. It's just a modern day form of law. If we were to die to that and to live to God, I think he would bring forth a bursting forth of his kingdom in our life personally and within our families and within our community, unlike anything we've ever seen before. Think about these things. Meditate upon it. Pass the word. Let folks know about the podcast. Discuss it with yourself. Read these things together. And I'll see you again next time.